Hello and welcome to the first episode of Trivial Tournament from the Provivors Podcast Network. I'm Wyatt. I'll be your host today. Three of my best friends are going to decide once and for all who is the best Disney character from a list of 16. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my friends. First off, Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing? Great. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Let me ask you, Andrew, what, what are you looking for in the uh, top tier Disney character in this list? I'm looking for characters who are memorable who are iconic, who stand out in their series, franchise, whatever, and who have a personality that puts them above the rest. Excellent. I appreciate you being here, Andrew. All right, next we'll go to JB. JB, how are you? Good, Wyatt. I'm feeling real good. It's it's a great day to be alive. Fantastic, and I'm glad you are alive. You know, a lot of people with COVID-19, they're, they're, they're struggling with health, but we're in high spirits here. Uh, JB, tell me what you're looking for in your Disney bracket winner. Honestly, my um, my thought process, it really is just something about Disney. It's like, because everything's so different from Disney, it, it's just, do you have, like, an X factor? And that X factor can be, like, are, you know, are you unique? Or do you portray this, uh, like, specific quality? Like, I don't have a strict formula to it because... Disney is not like a formula. Disney is magic. It's art. It's not supposed to make sense, but it does at the end of the day. And that's how I am going about this bracket. That's a great way of describing it, JB. Thank you for being here. And lastly, but certainly not least, Joe. Joe, how are you? Doing well. How are you, Wyatt? Doing good. Doing better now that you're here. Uh, Tell me what you're thinking about for the uh, Disney criteria. Simply put, whoever is more iconic who i remember more and who has the better personality that's great all right so to uh just go over the rules for everyone uh i personally am not i don't have a dog in this fight i'm just dictating the host role andrew jb and joe have already sent in their predictions for the first not their predictions but who they want to win in the first round and uh, we'll go over each bracket and then uh, the winners will face off and we'll go from 16 to 1 just to go over the uh whole bracket uh, we have our number one seed, which is Mickey Mouse. Uh, our 16th seed, so there we're squaring off against, and that is the genie from Aladdin. Eight and nine matchup is from Toy Story. We have Woody against Buzz. Five, we have Ariel from The Little Mermaid against other ocean-like creature Dory from Finding Dory and Finding Nemo. Uh, four and 13, we have Snow White going against the Seven Dwarfs. We're going to see who really is the star of that movie. Then at number six, we got Winnie the Pooh. who's going to be going against Pinocchio. Then we have the number three seed Cinderella, which will go against Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Then seven as uh, more girl power. We got Pocahontas against Elsa from Frozen. And then lastly, we have Mufasa from The Lion King against Baloo from The Jungle Book. We're going to start off with the first, uh, the first matchup, which is Mickey Mouse against the Genie. And I have it. The answer's here. And the winner is, by a score of three to zero, the Genie has pulled the upset on Mickey Mouse. It has won three to zero. I'm going to go to Andrew first. Andrew. The genie over Mickey Mouse. What was your thought process on that? Well, I mean, I look at the two characters, and Mickey Mouse is actually kind of obnoxious sometimes. In the, like some of the short movies you see him in, uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was out of the, the clubhouse that was on like Nick Disney Junior or whatever they call it was annoying. Whereas the genie literally carried both the live action and regular Aladdin cartoon Aladdin movies. The genie's humorous. The genie. Um, is probably one of the shining stars of that movie. So it was really an easy choice for me. 
All right. Now, JB, uh, did, did the live action Aladdin have anything to do with this, or would you have picked the genie uh, regardless? Oh, I didn't see the live action Aladdin. Okay, so it had, had no influence so, then. All, I, all I'll say is I can do a good Mickey Mouse impression. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I definitely do. <laughs> hey, wait. Let me... Ha-ha! It's me, Mickey Mouse! <laughs> See, and and the thing is, like, the reason why I picked the genie here is, yes, Mickey Mouse is obviously um, very, I think as a brand, Mickey Mouse would win this. But the the difference is here is we're talking about the character in itself. With Mickey Mouse, like, I mean, he's just like, he's the face of Disney. He's not, like, the character, there's not really much to it. With the genie, though, there's a lot more depth behind him, and there's a lot... There's a lot of things that you can do with the character. You know, Robin Williams obviously, you know, made that character what it was. And I think that's also part of what I put into my, uh, into, into why I picked the genie is just because the genie is like an iconic role. Like if, if, if someone were to, you know, try out for that role on Broadway or they try out for the role, you know, if they did another movie, like Will Smith, like people were like, Will Smith would be a great genie. Now, I'm sure Will Smith was a great genie and all, but if I have to choose a genie, it's Robin Williams. That's the genie that I grew up with. It's a genie that everyone uh, remembers because uh, he was the best genie. And it was one of his, you know, best roles over his, you know, incredible career. So... I think that's part of it too, and just you know, the genie as a character is fantastic. So that's why I picked the genie on this one. Joe, you got anything you want to add to that? Um, I think JB just hit it on the dot. Robin Williams stole the show, even when Homer Simpson was doing genie in some of the other series that he uh, genie was in. Genie was always the star, always carried everything he was in, and. Mickey Mouse is just kind of plain in comparison. Like, you can't outdo Robin Williams or Homer Simpson. <laughs> All right, well, Homer we... Simpson did the genie? Yeah, the voice actor who does Homer voiced genie when oh, Robin okay, Williams was around. I thought you were saying Homer Simpson was the genie. I was like, when is Homer Simpson do the genie? <laughs> Could you imagine that, though? Like, Homer's, like, like, if the Simpsons did, like, a live, like, a, like a Aladdin remake and Homer was the genie? Give them a good. season or two. They'll be in there. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Okay, so we're now we're going to go to Toy Story Civil War. We got Woody against Buzz. And this was also the first uh, little bit of distinction uh, between the group uh, by, a, by a vote of two to one. Buzz Lightyear uh, has advanced in the tournament. I want to go to the person that picked Woody, and that's Joe. Joe, why did you pick Woody over Buzz? Uh, I just enjoy... Like, I'm not the biggest Tom Hanks stan around but i just really liked how he portrayed woody and he just had a few a few more moments that stuck out for me and like as much as i like buzz too and it was a hard choice i actually gave it to woody because i don't know who plays kingdom hearts but there was one scene where woody tells off one of the bad guys and that was just the deciding factor for me but i still like buzz don't get me wrong (laughs) All right, so I'll go to Andrew. Andrew, what what separated Buzz Lightyear for you over Woody? Um, well, when I was making that decision, which was a difficult one because I like both of them, um, I had to look at all four movies and just think about 
how they have progressed and how their characters are during those four movies. And I think I've, I think Buzz just slightly resonated with me better. This is really no disrespect to Tom Hanks at all because he's amazing and like pretty much anything he does. Um, but I just find Buzz to be that need that needed character in the Toy Story. Toy Story one, he was the center of the conflict, and I think never was a villain, never was an antagonist, but played it well. And I think Toy Story is two, three, and four, being that person who balances out Woody, being that person who brings some centeredness, being that person that toy toy they're not people they're toys um being that toy that just kind of balances out things reminds woody of you know you are a toy that lesson that woody taught him the first movie i think that kind of calm centeredness is what lean makes me like him more and makes him his character resonate with me more Alrighty, i'm gonna give a little pushback here to you jb isn't woody like the main character like isn't isn't Woody, like, what Toy Story was really about, and, like, Buzz was just, like, the sidekick. Well, yeah, Woody is the protagonist, but actually, I have a question for you, Wyatt. Okay. Can I change my vote? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Join join Team Woody, I don't care. No, you cannot, but please, but please explain to us, but please explain to us. Why can't I? Because these are locked in. These flip are locked flop, in. Flip flop, flip flop. Like, are they in some kind of like system? And you gotta like. Yes, they're they're on my paper. They're on my super they're on paper. Your paper. Okay, a uh, pencil or a pen? I used a pen. I don't own pencils. But let me ask you this, Jerry. Sharpie, you can easily cross that out. But let, me anyway, wow. let me ask you this. But anyway, why, did want, no. why did you want to switch? Because well, I really like Woody. It was uh, okay. the, it was a very one for me. Then why this, did you pick Buzz? Because how am I going to pick against Buzz? Like, can I can I say something, though? So yeah, last summer, when I was a summer camp counselor, we did a color war. And the color war was Woody versus Buzz. And I was the judge, the green alien judge. And the reason why I asked to switch my vote was just so I could relive that fantasy one more time. But now that it's over... I, I can move on now. Um, and it turns out that the team that won the color war was the blue buzz. And ultimately that's why I picked them. It was literally a coin flip. Um, I love both of them. They both offer like unique um, character arcs. They, they go through this evolution in every, in every film that they're in. Obviously. Yes. When you think of toy story, you think of uh, you, you think of Woody, but you know, when you hear people quoting Toy Story, you hear to infinity and beyond. And I feel like that's just that's one of the most iconic movie quotes of all time. And that's from Buzz Lightyear. Um, honestly, though, like this wasn't a matter of Woody losing. This is more just Buzz uh, being the name that I felt like typing because it was one last letter and because I flipped the coin. Um, I love them both equally, uh, but clearly someone had to win. Someone had to lose. And I guess it was Buzz. But yeah, Joe, so long, good argument for him, though. That's why I wanted to change my vote. That was part of the reason why I wanted to change my vote. But, there. yeah, you know, it, it was a close matchup. That's why they were 8 9 C. They were supposed to be competitive. Uh, but to Buzz Lightyear, we'll move on to face the genie in round two. But let's keep going with round one. Um, it was, uh, you know, a battle of, of the sea creatures, if you will, Ariel against Dory. And by a vote of two to one, Dory will be advancing. We will go to the. God. We will go to Joe, who picked Ariel. <laughs> Joe, why did you pick Ariel? 
honestly, to be completely blunt, I've seen Finding Nemo too many times. Like it just, it just got old for me. And I honestly haven't seen Finding Dory yet. Oh. But no, let me finish. But I mainly just picked Ariel for like the characters she was around, like Ursula, Sebastian, Flounder was okay. And King Triton was okay too, but it was just mainly for more for the movie rather than the character for this one. Okay, so I'll, I'll go to JB on this one. JB, what makes Dory stand out as a iconic Disney character? Dory as carries that to... cast, and everyone here knows it. That the, the there was a re- like there's a reason why she got the spinoff. Okay, she was fantastic. Like she was the one that you remembered out of the first movie, and they decided, you know, 15 years later, you know what? Let's give Dory the sequel. Of course, because Dory's the most memorable character from that movie. I know it's Finding Nemo, but that's Dory's show. And every time you go into a an aquarium, you say, oh, that's Dory. Oh, that's also Dory. Oh, there's another Dory. Blue tank, blue tank, blue tank, all Dory. And, you know, she's just, like, she was just so funny. It revitalized Ellen DeGeneres' career. And But that's not necessarily why I picked it. Um, I just love Dory. Dory's fantastic. Uh, she's one of the best characters ever. Finding Nemo is in my top ten movies of all time. Uh, it's going to be very hard for one of these characters to knock Dory out. I'm just going to say that right now. All right, so I'll, I'll go to Andrew on this one. Andrew, would you have voted for Dory if there was not a spinoff movie of Finding Dory? Or did Dory's um, sequel, or a spinoff, if you will, really seal the deal here? Actually, the spinoff caused me to almost vote against Dory. Uh, I hated mm-hmm. the spinoff. I thought it funny. I thought Finding Dory was horrific. Whoa. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was poorly whoa. made. I sorry, JB. Um, uh, so I thought I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, and I almost voted for Ariel in that situation. That the was only an thing that stopped me from voting for Ariel is the fact that every time I watch Little Mermaid, this ginger mermaid gets on my ever loving last nerve i yes. don't watch little that mermaid for ursula. that is ursula's movie i i, I pretty much character. when i watch little mermaid i watch for two characters i watch for ursula i watch for sebastian i do not ever watch it thinking i'm excited Thanks. to see ariel because i'm not i don't like her um as for dory jb pretty much kind of hit the nail on the head dory pretty much carried the first movie and I mean the second movie too, although again abomination. Um, look, look, I'm not gonna say that Finding Dory is better than Finding Nemo, but it was it was pretty good. You're 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 dogging a little bit too hard here, Andrew. Okay, Joe can't speak for this because he hasn't seen the movie. Joe, it is worth the watch. Don't listen to what Andrew's saying, but <laughs> it's, okay. it's definitely worth a watch. It, I'm not gonna say it's better than Finding Nemo because Finding Nemo is a very hard um it's a very hard uh movie to match but finding dory is definitely worth a watch and you will you know watch the credits smiling at the end realizing that i watched a good movie is this the part where we plug disney plus now we don't plug nobody who don't pad my pockets, our pockets. <laughs> like, i'm just telling you Oh but, yeah, uh, but I feel to, like as someone who lives in Orlando, my vote should count double. But n- no, 
um, to counter, just to get back onto what I was saying and to, you know, just being real and honest here, like one, just to respond to JB in one quick sentence, if it wasn't for the Cars series or Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory would be my least favorite Pixar movie. Wow. And two, two, like I said, uh, the reason Dory is advancing is because Dory is a great character and, you know, Finding Dory may have been terrible, but Dory as a character and Ellen DeGeneres playing Dory was absolutely amazing. He was unforgettable. So that that's what I have to say. So to answer you why it, there, Wyatt? the, the spinoff did not help Dory's case, it hurt Dory's case, but Dory is still an you amazing there, character. Wyatt, though? She was unforgettable. All right. We're going to keep it moving to uh, number four. It was Snow White against her seven dwarfs. And by a vote of three of zero, the seven dwarfs have toppled over Snow White. Thank um, God. You know, it, it's not as much distinction here, so we'll just go around real quick. Um, JB, why the dwarfs over Snow White? Uh, Wyatt, can you name the seven dwarfs? I can't name them all. Um, but, you know, I'm not in this bracket, man. Don't ask Andrew, me. Andrew, can you name the seven dwarfs? I can name most of them. Oh my God! You and you still picked them over Snow White. I hate, I don't like Snow White. That's but we'll why. Get yeah, that later. Snow White's an idiot. You <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> this was a vote against Snow White. Not who lets a stranger him. into the house? Great role model. Who Joe, lets a stranger into the house and eats food from a stranger who looks ghastly, deathly, <laughs> and eats food from them? All right, Joe. Can you name the seven dwarves? Uh, Doc, Bashful, Sleepy. Dopey, yeah. grumpy, ba- did I say bashful? Yes. yes. Um, happy. Uh, yeah. Sneezy. I'm missing one. Sneezy. No, he already said sneezy. Oh, he did say. Did he say grumpy? Yeah, I said grumpy. Okay. Did I say sneezy or sleepy? I thought you said sleepy. That's why I said sneezy. Oh, then sneezy. Yeah, it's sneezy. He said sleepy. Doc, bashful, sneezy, sleepy, grumpy, happy. And I'm missing one. Doc. No, he I said, said dog. Dopey? He's missing dopey. Dopey. There you so, go. To to tie in what JB's saying, pretty much none of us could name the seven dwarves, but Snow White is just so terrible that we had to vote for the seven dwarves. Hey, I got six out of seven. That's good. No, that was <laughs> yeah. good. I mean, literally, uh, Snow White is like a know. poor example, poor role model. To be fair, I feel this way about most of the Disney princesses. Um, but the whole movie, I was just banging my head on the table. How are you going to get lost in the woods? Mistake one. Mistake two, go live with short, weird-looking men that you've never met in your entire life. Mistake two. Three, let a stranger into their house. Four, eat food from the stranger who looks like death. And then wait for a boy to wake you up by kissing you. Mind you, Snow White did all this while she was this bright age of 13. Oh, and her voice is obnoxious. Thank you. In Snow defense, you know, she was the first Disney princess, am I wrong? Or one of the first Disney princesses. The first. At that point, yeah, so she was the first. So when you have the first, you don't have anything to be compared to. Now Snow White has every single Disney princess after her compared to things that – and characters that have been more fully realized than Snow White. So I think Snow White was just – she was doomed from the start. JD. The most Snow White bland character that we have. She, there's no there's no real depth about her. Andrew explained her whole, you know, MO in like 2.5 seconds. JB, to be fair, the evil queen thought 
to remember of an antidote when she was making her spell. She didn't just make the spell and just whisk herself to Snow White's house. She went the extra mile, so... Oh, I'm also defending Snow White, but... Um, the thing is, the seven dwarves don't appear in every movie, but I feel like Snow White, her archetype is featured in every movie. But, you don't... but if you're talking about Snow White being the first Disney princess, the evil queen is the first Disney villain, and she was pretty savvy for 1937, so... She's pretty savvy for 2020. Oh, indeed. Maybe she could cure us from Corona. Yeah, the woman with the poison apple will cure us from Corona. Cure us from Corona, right? (laughs) Right. All right. Well, we'll move on with that. Uh, And it will be Dory against uh, the Seven Dwarfs in the second round. Moving on, in the first round, we had Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, to be exact, against Pinocchio, and by a score of three to zero, Winnie the Pooh has advanced. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll go. Um, I'll go to Joe on this one. Um, you don't like Pinocchio? I don't remember Pinocchio all that much, to be honest. And also, I hate Jiminy Cricket. I know he wasn't in the poll, but I just wanted to say that because he was in Pinocchio. But Pooh Bear is easily one of like the big Disney characters, like the obvious mouse the mouse um brand and tinkerbell and pluto and like he's just like like one of those childhood icons for me so i just had to give it to Pooh. um so so joe you said you don't remember pinocchio but i can see your nose growing let's go to oh. andrew on this one <laughs> wow wow i knew andrew. that joke was coming and i still laughed so andrew Andrew, what, what do you think about Pooh? Like, what, what makes uh, Pooh better uh, than Pinocchio for you? So the whole premise of my voting, Joe kind of started to hit on it, but didn't like fully realize the thought. Like, So my whole thing is I watched both of these as a child. Pinocchio freaked me out as a child. The whole idea of a wooden boy coming to life, walking around and having their nose grow every time they lie. It just The whole concept just freaked me out. That movie, I do not like it till today. Uh, versus Winnie the Pooh, who was a comforting source of my childhood like up until like the first or like second grade um who you know you want to be friends with winnie the pooh that's a loyal friend um like so it really it kind of came down to how i perceive them as a child and even today as an adult um i just think winnie the pooh is just sweetheart adorable i you know he has that warm place in my heart still um, yeah, so, JB, do you think Pooh ever wanted to be a real boy? Um, no. No. I think he's happy being a bear? A good, I can do a good Winnie the Pooh impression. <laughs> Go for oh, it. Oh, God. Oh, Christopher Robin. Oh, I need honey. That was, it's not as good as my Mickey Mouse, but I can no, do a really good no, no, no. That Hello. sounds like a British grandma with Corona. <laughs> it really does. Oh. <laughs> I would assume that Christopher Robin's grandmother has, you know, could have Corona. But anyway, um, I can do a better Tigger. Tigger's one of my best ones. Do you want to hear it? Of course. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway if you don't want to hear it. But I just wanted to ask for permission first. Okay. <laughs> oh my Lord. That's my Tigger. It and it's the loudest. Person. Like I've known JB for about five years now, and that is the loudest his voice has ever gotten. 
Okay. Oh, it got loud. Oh, it's it really better, did get loud. It's better in person, I promise. Um, but anyway, Winnie the Pooh's probably like my third or fourth favorite character from his series. So I kind of lumped all of them in here to get a decision. Tigger is a top five Disney character of all time. Uh, the fact that Tigger is not in this bracket is a tragedy, major tragedy. Um, and Kanga and Rue, I mean, Kangaroo is my favorite animal. So those two are also up there. Um, but, you know, Winnie the Pooh, just the thought of hearing it just, you know, it, it brings a calmness uh, to me. And it, 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 it makes me remember a much simpler time in my life. So uh, Winnie the Pooh is... Uh, very much worthy of a, of a advancement in this bracket. But also, if you think about it, like if you think about like the themes from Winnie the Pooh, um, you know they they actually you know as an adult they're a lot darker than what you remember. And that's I guess how most Disney things are. But I guess like if you look more into Winnie the Pooh more so than the others, I think Winnie the Pooh has a lot more darker tones to it than we realized as kids. Which I think that is the sign of a good Disney film is the Disney films that make sense, you know, as a kid and, you know, they're enjoyable as a kid, but they're enjoyable in a completely different way when you're an adult. So for me, that's why Winnie the Pooh advances here. And I'll be the first to admit that some of the quotes like from the books and the movies bring a little tear to my eye. Christopher Robin. JB, I would tell you to do an Eeyore impression, but we're in 2020, so mm. you don't need to do that. That's literally, I, a lot of people can do Eeyore in 2020, I feel like. <laughs> they, right. They're doing it right now by existing. Eeyore so. is like a representation of 2020, I feel like. All right, we're going to move down to bracket now, where we have Cinderella against Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And once again, another unanimous vote, Belle from Beauty and the Beast has advanced. Uh, Andrew. Cinderella loses this early? Why? Um, so for my vote on this one, this one was a fairly easy vote for me. Um, again, I, as I've stated, I'm, I've never really been a fan of the Disney princesses as a whole, but uh, between these two, I can appreciate Cinderella's struggle. Um, but I enjoy Belle because I feel like Belle just has more depth. Belle is a, like, at the start of the movie, like, is a book-loving, intelligent girl. The villager, villagers look at her as odd, as strange. Like, why does a girl read so much? And I think those are things that any young woman should aspire to. And that kind of makes me like Belle more for that reason. Um, and I also think that her interactions while she is stuck in the castle and is interacting with these talking animate objects, is interacting with Beast and you know, helping Beast come back to his normal self are pretty... I think they just show a deeper personality that I can get behind and I can support and I can see offering as, an, you know, a type of role model, at least among the Disney princesses, to a younger to a younger audience member. Um, so that's kind of why I went towards Belle versus um, Cinderella. All right, J JB, anything to add to that? I'm just not a big fan of Cinderella. I think that she's just not very smart. And that's not what you want to see in uh, in a Disney princess. I think that Cinderella is the epitome of 
like like when you think of Disney Princess, I think Cinderella is the one that comes to mind. Um, Belle's probably you know second on that list, but I just I'm just not a big Cinderella fan, and maybe that's just because we're dudes and we didn't look up to Cinderella, you know, when we were kids. Uh, maybe if you threw in a little uh, feminism into this uh, into this bracket, then we could have a different outcome. I'm just not a big Cinderella fan, to be honest. I mean, for the record, I I would have picked Cinderella over that. I think as as well, stupid I... as J as as stupid as JB alluded to that Cinderella is, I would say it's more stupid to fall in love with a fucking animal. But that's just me. Um, Joe, anything you want to add? To that? <laughs> I will rebuke that after muscles. Joe speaks. Why? I'll rebuke that after Joe speaks. Go ahead, Joe. Um, I just think Belle has better development, a better character. And I will give Cinderella this, even though it's pretty easy to be the best of the three original Disney princesses, she still was the best of the three. And she does work her ass off to get where she's at. So I'll give her that. But as far as the characters go, Belle just has one over Cinderella. And plus the live action one was okay sure. Okay, Andrew, uh, you said you wanted so to So to go over what Wyatt said, I also think it's pretty stupid. Actually, not stupid. I also think it's a pretty terrible message to be sending young ladies that they need a man to save them from their situations, which is literally what happened to Cinderella. And although what Belle did is stupid, which is why I will always go back and say I'm not a fan of the Disney princesses, because you take such a smart girl who likes reading, who likes to know things, and then you do this to her where she falls in love with some beast, which is totally random. Over the course of one night, um, at least he turns back into human, so I can kind of forgive it. Um, but I think one of the major reasons why I do not like the Disney princesses is because there's always this message of, you need a man to save you, and being smart, being intelligent is not a good thing. And those two messages are just messages I can never, ever get behind. I don't know why a human being would want to be dependent on someone else to save them. And I also don't know why a human being wouldn't want to know things. So between the two of them, they both kind of fall into that relying on the man category. But at least Belle shows some sort of desire to seek knowledge. Well, and Belle didn't really rely on the male. She you know, relied on the animal. Yeah, I, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> um, to be fair, Cinderella also has to rely on the animal. This is I guess like the, the horse. Is that what you mean? Like, no, the three, the three mice. The mice. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. The but obnoxious least, fucking mice. At least she's not making love to the mice. You know what I mean? I think they wait. I think Belle waited until the beast changed back, and then they started making love. And then they had their enchanted Christmas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Disney wouldn't incorporate bestiality. Although Disney has incorporated weird things in the past. Who knows? You know, what Andrew brought up earlier, uh, you know, uh, feminist power, uh, excuse me, it was JB that brought that up. So we got another um, group being here that uh, that seems to signify that we have Pocahontas against Elsa. And this was not a unanimous decision. It was two to one Elsa. So I will go first to Andrew, who was the sole person that picked Pocahontas. Tell me why you picked Pocahontas. Well, OK, so to be fair, I'm going to preface this by saying I haven't seen Frozen 2. So I cannot comment on Elsa's character development there. But the entire time of Frozen 1, I was just banging my head between Elsa and Anna, who if Anna's in this bracket, oh, do I have a lot to say about that person? But um, 
I did not like Elsa. Elsa was cold. Elsa was annoying. Elsa, like, literally caused a ice age in her kingdom. Okay, but she because she her. threw. Hold on, I wasn't done speaking. Thank you. Because she threw a tantrum and ran away. And although some would argue, well, she never learned to control her powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You still don't cause an ice age. You still well, don't throw a tantrum when you are the queen of a kingdom. Andrew, jeez. Um, and when you have powers that can do that, then you can, then you can, uh, then you can have a say in this. Okay, you know what? That's you know, I will never have powers like that. Thank goodness. Okay, then, then the, you can't speak on it. I can't speak on it. Like I, I, I can speak. I, I'm speaking right now. I'm using my lips right now to speak on it. Um, anyways, you, it's you just can't. your opinion's invalid. Oh, ooh, JB made my opinion invalid. Like I care. Anyways, um, well, you, you you're the one who that, when your whole character is based on this tantrum and this fear. It's very hard for me to sympathize with you very much. And on top of that, she represents the epitome of this horrible song that Disney keeps putting in our faces as acceptable. Uh, I was I, I hadn't seen Frozen 2. I was talking about Let It Go. Love is an open doors in Frozen 1, Andrew. I, that, that's Anna. Okay, well. Wow, fail, Jeremy, fail. <laughs> that's literally Anna. <laughs> Which is another terrible song in Frozen. Frozen. But I'm talking about Let It Go, which is Disney's acceptable reason to give us a mediocre character like Elsa. Do not get me wrong. I am not the biggest fan of Pocahontas, although my dislike of Pocahontas isn't really of her. It's of the story around her that's going on. Uh, there are so many things in that movie that literally frustrated me. So Pocahontas gets a pass, but not Elsa. I Pocahontas think Pocahontas gets, better story. gets a pass because Pocahontas never threw a tantrum during her movie. Pocahontas stopped a war during her movie. Can Elsa say the same? No, Elsa cannot say the same. Thank you. Yeah, I want to bring Joe in here. Joe hasn't really spoken on this topic a lot. Joe, why did you pick Elsa over Pocahontas? For me, it was just she was more recognizable, to be completely blunt. Again, I also haven't seen Frozen 2. So as much as I can't stand when little kids scream, let it go 10 times in a row and we regret buying their little Elsa karaoke dolls and shit like that. Uh, I just enjoyed her as a character more than Pocahontas. Alrighty. We will go to the last matchup in that. And that was Mufasa whoa, from the Lion King. <laughs> you skipped JB. Uh, JB, JB, you literally spoke halfway you know through Andrew's don't turn. You, <laughs> like, you really you did, had, though. I, I feel like you had enough to speak when you At least before. I have seen Frozen 2. All right, talk your shit, Jeremy. What you want to say? The two of them have not seen Frozen 2. I've seen Frozen 2. I saw it last week on uh, an app. Um, that you can, uh, <laughs> that app is called Disney Plus. Download okay. it now. Well, yes, it is, but we're not promoting them because they won't give Wyatt cash. But anyway, <laughs> um, it is worth your time. Please go watch it. Elsa will probably have your opinion changed, Andrew. Uh, she definitely deserves this win. I'm just letting you know. It's not a default. She deserves this win. And Olaf is a top five. Uh, well, okay, that I would disagree with. Olaf. We're not judging Olaf. 
Okay, but Olaf, I just had to mention him. He's the Olaf cute. ain't even the best snowman of all time. And Kristoff is fantastic as well. Kristoff? We don't even remember Kristoff. Okay, but he's played by Jonathan Groff, who I would love to marry someday. So, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, why next? Next bra- Next yeah. one, please. Next one. The last one. Thankfully, we've moved on to the last one here in round one, and that is Mufasa from The Lion King against Baloo from The Jungle Book. And what may not be much of a surprise, three O Mufasa. Anybody got anything to say about Baloo from The Jungle Book? Long live the king, Ricketts. <laughs> Well, that basically uh, wraps up round one. We're going to take a short ad break and we'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So we are moving on to round two. Uh, So to recap for my three panelists here, we have the genie against Buzz. We have Dory against the seven dwarfs. We have Winnie the Pooh against Belle from Beauty and the Beast, and we have Elsa against Mufasa. Please send me your uh, list for those four matchups. I'll repeat them again. We have the Genie against Buzz Lightyear. We have Dory against the Seven Dwarfs. We have Winnie the Pooh against Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And then we have Elsa against Mufasa. All right. As they're sending it in... Uh, we hope everybody's enjoying this podcast so far. We are looking at doing children's shows next, uh, looking at Nickelodeon, Disney, Cartoon Network, even some of the old classics. Uh, I believe that's probably going to be an expanded format, but we'll talk more about that later. So getting into the first round here, it looks like between Genie and Buzz, the winner is the Genie by a score of two to one. I will go straight up to Andrew, who picked Buzz. Andrew, tell me why. Uh, you chose Buzz. That one was actually a difficult one for me. I actually started typing out the genie, and halfway through, I switched it to Buzz. Um, this was always going to be the hardest. I think this was going to be the hardest one for me personally. Um, the Toy Story franchise is by far one of my favorite Pixar series, and it's probably up there as, as far as movie series for me as well. Um, and Genie, as I stated earlier before, when we were talking around one, is an absolutely iconic character, but so was Buzz. So really, my vote wasn't a vote against the Genie. It was just a vote for Buzz, and whoever lost this round for me was always going to be a difficult one. I went with Buzz because I just feel like as a cultural, like as um, a character, he carries more cultural weight than the Genie does as a character. I feel like more people recognize no buzz no buzz's lines more than they would the genie i think he is probably just a cultural icon especially for people in my generation that's why i went with buzz over the genie but i do understand why the genie would get votes as well okay uh jb give give me the opposite perspective why is the genie better than buzz I just want to say, before I give my perspective, that I've gotten every single one right so far. But anyway. Me, 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 me. Um, the genie. Okay. Um, I have... The genie gives you three wishes. How many wishes does Buzz give you? I can't. There. I can't. That's <laughs> why I voted for the genie. All right, Joe, you got anything to add? I am speechless. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Same reason as before. I just prefer Robin Williams over Buzz. I love them both. Also, like Andrew, difficult choice, but like 
I know Andrew says Buzz has the more memorable lines, but the genie has more memorable songs. I know that's kind of a cheap shot since Toy Story is in a musical, but I, you got to roll with what you have. So that's what Robin Williams has. The genie, I mean. All righty. So we will go to the second matchup in this quarterfinal, and that was Dory against uh, Dwarfs. And by a score of three to zero, Dory has advanced. Uh, anybody want to say a little swan swan? Uh, excuse me, uh, a swan song for a the dwarves. Oh uh, sure, um, dwarves. Nice knowing you. It's always funny trying to remember your names. Um, again, I, you carried Snow White the movie because God knows the rest of the characters were terrible. But the evil queen is terrible. Okay, I'm sorry. God knows the main character who the movie is named after is horrible. Um, thank you wow. for correcting me, Joel, because I would never want to insult the evil queen like that. Um, but it's your time to go. Dory's time to go will be coming soon. Don't worry. All right. Anybody else want to say something? Um, so long, dwarves. You're not Snow White, so take that as a positive. <laughs> <laughs> That was whale for goodbye, dwarves. <laughs> okay. Moving on to the bottom half of the bracket, we had Pooh against Belle. And by score of 3-0, to zero, Pooh has advanced. I'll go to Andrew first. Andrew, you were so high on Belle in the first round. What makes uh, Pooh uh, beat Belle for you? Okay, I, I was high on Belle the first round because she was against Cinderella, who I cannot stand. Um. Although, like I said, my respect for Belle, Winnie the Pooh has a fundamental childhood place for me. Winnie the Pooh was one of those characters who was used to teach me why friendships was important. Winnie the Pooh was one of those characters who helped show me that, you know, it's okay to conquer and take over your fears. Winnie the Pooh and his crave for honey, it just was funny to watch as a child. That I will always have that kind of respect for Winnie the Pooh. All right, and uh, JB, you mentioned earlier that, that you kind of like lumped in a lot of Winnie the Pooh's characters in. Do you think Pooh on its own, though, is better than Belle? You catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. I Fantastic. Think that, I think that, look, I think that Winnie the Pooh benefits from having a strong supporting cast. Um, I think Winnie the Pooh by itself can stand out i think that he's a symbol um and i think that's important um considering like you know mufasa's left um he's really other than elsa he's really the only main character still left um and i think that does say things i think that honestly to me i find more um enjoyment in the supporting characters i just think that supporting characters um are what make like I think the genie, like like the genie, is what makes that movie. What supports the the plot? Dory supports the plot of her movie. Pooh is good with working off of the the supporting characters he has, and so much that he's a symbol. And I think that's important. Um, and I think that's why anyway, the Pooh's going to be pretty far into this. Could be the winner at the end of the day. Alrighty, so um, Joe, you got anything to say? Um, I just want to say, normally I'm not a big fan of like the slice of life shows. I'm more of a person that likes stuff in the plot. But 
Winnie the Pooh stands out because like it they just go about their their day like it's nothing and I don't know how to explain it to be to be honest but they just shoot the shit and I can appreciate when characters do that and they still can pull it off while being interesting many shows that I try watching that try to do slice of life just don't sit with me I can't really watch it for longer than 10 minutes but with when it comes to poo like they're just also like pleasant and you just want to be around them all right well we will go to the final uh matchup of the quarterfinals round and this was not unanimous this was two to one and by a score of two to one elsa has lost to mufasa i'll go straight to jb you were an elsa stand in the beginning first reactions to this Wow. I'm not surprised because these two haven't seen Frozen 2, um, which I feel like that makes their um, their votes invalid. Oh. Um, and I would like to play my immunity idol for Elsa. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Your podium? No, no immunity idols here. <laughs> um, no, I think I, I, was, I, was, I was torn between this one. I kind of figured Elsa would not win. That's why I kind of wanted to throw her a vote. Um, Mufasa is one of the greatest villains of all time. Um, what? Mufasa is one of the greatest villains of all time. What? <laughs> I think he was pretty clear, Joe. <laughs> just, just call me crazy. I, he sounded pretty clear there. Okay. Anyway, after I was rudely interrupted, um, Elsa's a queen. That's all I gotta say, and she. She's the only, she's one of the very few Disney female protagonists that doesn't have a man um, or a woman. Um, and I think that says a lot about her independence, especially in today's day and age. All right. Well, we are going to the semifinals now. We have the genie against Dory, and then we have Pooh against Mufasa. Gentlemen, send your votes. Genie was our 16 seed. Dory was our 12 seed. Uh, Pooh was our 6 seed, and Mufasa was our second seed. So you know we have some pr- pretty low, uh, you know, um, rankings coming in, being able to make it to the end. So very happy for that. We're just waiting on one more person. Uh, if you want to email the podcast, Reviver Podcast Network at gmail.com. Go ahead and send in your suggestions for brackets in the future. And you can follow us at Twitter at Broviver. That's B R O V I V O R. What were the. Can you say that one more time, please? Yes, it's Genie against the Dory and then Winnie the Pooh against Mufasa. It's Broviver Podcast Network at gmail.com. Wyatt, he wanted the Gmail revealed again. JB, I, I don't want to hear it from someone who just said Mufasa was the villain. Anyway. All right. Oh, so wait. We... Never mind. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just got right. it now. Okay. No. The thing is, okay, there was a guy. It's a long story. There's a guy named Mustafa that I really didn't like in, in grade school. So that's why I consider him a villain. Oh, my Lord. But anyway. Sure, Jan. Okay. True. Right. True. So, Fuck that guy. We're in. Shout out to Mustafa from JB School. Yeah, I hope you're listening. If you are, subscribe, like the podcast, and share. <laughs> if, if you are offended by JB's comments, please subscribe. I don't think you would subscribe to this. All right. So we are in the semifinals here, 
and uh, by a vote of two to one. JB even predicted it in our messages. Uh, the genie has moved on. Obviously, Jeremy, you were the one that uh, picked uh, Dory. So tell me uh, why you think Dory should have advanced. I'm loyal to my girl. And uh, no, Dory, like to me, and again, another very difficult, um, a very difficult way to go. Um, the, the top half of the bracket, though, went exactly how it should have. I'm glad that it did. Um, Dory's just, she's just fun. Like, I love her. And I, and Jean, the genie is as well. That's the thing, though, is I feel like the genie eclipses a lot of the same qualities that Dory has. Um, like, the humor is a little bit different, I would say, though. Um, but for the most part, they have a lot of the same qualities. So, uh, I think the fact that the two of them are picking Dory is, a uh, it's a compliment. Um, so, Andrew, uh, you obviously voted against um, Dory here, but you also voted against Elsa and um, and Belle in the last round. Are you a sexist? Are... <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, Tyler. <laughs> As I've literally been talking about women empowerment, you're really going to ask that question. Okay. Um, no, I'm obviously not one. And... At the end of the day, we've talked about how iconic the genie is. This was really nothing against Dory. Um, Dory stands up on her own. Dory outshines her cast. We already know all this. Thank you very much. So I really need you not to come for me. Not tonight, not ever. Um, so, but not Elsa. Like You didn't like Elsa either, so that's why it kind of came off as that a little bit. <laughs> Uh, to be well, honest, with I you, also Andrew, defended Pocahontas Bell, who you accused of bestiality. So I should be asking you this question, actually. Um, uh, so do you really want to play these games, or can we move on? I mean, we can. To be quite honest with you, Andrew, I only asked this so you could rant against uh, against Elsa again, so I could tell you to let it go, let it go. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant against you. All right, Joe. Why is a genie advancing here? Okay, I barely heard you, but same reasons as before. I don't think there's really nothing else to add. The genie stole the show every time he's on screen and every everything he's in, everything Aladdin's in, the genie's always going to follow him. It's just the way life works. All righty. Well, we'll hop on to the other semifinal here, and it was Pooh against Mufasa. Another 2-1 here, and the person advancing to the finals is... Winnie the Pooh. Andrew, I jumped to you. You were the one that picked Mufasa. Thoughts on this? Well, I mean, according to JV, he's the greatest Disney villain of all time. I really just had okay. to give him a vote you to are... honor the greatest Disney villain of all time. Yeah, it's rare that they put villains in these bracket things. I really, it's just so rare that villains, I, you know, villains just don't make it here. Yeah, you gotta and give them respect. You do, and it's also very rare that the villain just gets killed by the villainous looking brother during the movie. No, he's okay. the hero. He's the hero that comes to save the oh, Pride Lands. Oh, right. Because Mufasa <laughs> was such a, just such a terror. Um, um, sarcasm aside, the Lion yeah, King is like Mufasa one of was my... was not own. good news for Scar, and that's why he was the villain. I was watching the movie from Scar's point of view. Uh-huh. Anyways. Anyways. I knew so this guy Lion in grade school, but we that. called him Scar, and he saved a bunny rabbit from a fire, so he's a hero. Oh, right. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. He befriended some hyenas. Yep. Yep. 
Um, but really, again, these are two childhood characters that I, I loved growing up. I loved them both. And Lion King was probably one of my favorite movies as a child. And it's probably still one of my favorite movies. Um, this, again, wasn't a vote against Winnie the Pooh at all. This was a vote for a character in one of my favorite movies who I enjoyed for, you know, the 25% of the movie he was in before, you know, he, you know, died. Thanks, Scar. Really appreciate that one. Um, so I, I, it really was not an easy choice. JB, Joe, anybody want to say anything? Who, do you want to hear my Mufasa Ooh, impression? Go for it. All right, Joe, we're waiting for your Mufasa impression. That's a good one. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised why I didn't catch that first. No, I did not. I thought you cut out. I thought you disconnected from the call. Joe is better at me than in impressions. That's listen, listen, everybody, everybody listening to this, like the three people that are listening to this, just like readjusted their headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're moving on now to the finals. It is the genie against Winnie the Pooh. Gentlemen, please send your winner. For the genie versus Pooh. We thank everybody for listening this long. All right, I got JB's vote. I got Andrew's vote. I got Joe's vote. And the winner, by a vote of two to one, the greatest Disney character as voted on by the Brovira Podcast Network is Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the motherfucking Pooh. This vote was two to one. Andrew was the dissenting voice. I hop right back to Andrew. Andrew, the genie, got second place. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little surprised by that. Um, I didn't expect this group to love Winnie the Pooh that much. Um, but when you're dealing with childhood characters, you really can't be mad. Um, I've you know I've said this whole podcast that Winnie the Pooh was one of my go-to childhood characters among many others, but he was one of them. So like you know I get it. It makes sense. Um. Uh, Odd that we would, you know, three grown men on call on a podcast are honoring Winnie the Pooh. But hey, you know, there are other things in the world out there. Absolutely. So, Joe, uh, you know, you were big. You were big on Genie uh, for the entirety of this show. You seem to be the 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 most positive voice for the Genie. Uh, what made you pick Pooh over the Genie? Because, as far as memory is concerned. Winnie the Pooh is probably the first Disney movie I ever saw. I could be wrong, but I'm just going by memory. And I just want to add, most of these 90s Disney movies got, like, these um, animated series which had, like, really bleh animation. Whereas Winnie the Pooh, actually, uh, it was actually really well animated compared to everything else. And it felt like you were still watching the movie, in a way. Like, everything still felt... Um, still felt, uh, I cannot think of the word at this hour. Real. There we go. Real. Again, with Genie, there's really not much else to say about Pooh. He's a great character. So is Genie. This was a good top two, and I'm fine with whoever won. JB, what's your opinion? Well, to 
be fair, it's 100-acre wood, not 1,000-acre wood. I don't know who said that earlier, but it's 100-acre wood. Um, this was a win for Tigger, for Piglet, for Eeyore, for Kanga, for Rue, for Mr. Rabbit, for Chris, And for Mustafa. And, and for... No, not for him. No. No. But anyway... Winnie the Pooh is the character I most identify with. He literally sits around and eats. And we must stand Winnie the Pooh in 2020. Um, he also has a really strong meme. I don't know if you guys have seen the meme, uh, but it's him dancing. Um, like a 3D like version of him dancing. And it's fantastic. So oh, I thought that you were also... I thought you were that talking also, about the one with him in the tux. Oh, that too. He he can also rock a good tux. Um, he's got great friends, and he's a good friend too. I he also knows how to rock a crop top. Like, we need to be yes, he does. We need to be more like Winnie the Pooh in twenty twenty to get out of this. We are, we are being like Winnie the Pooh in twenty twenty. What are you talking about? Exactly. We need to be more like him. Aren't we enough like so, him? And you can't spell Winnie the Pooh without win. Well, you uh, could. You could just say Pooh. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. I think, also, I think that does it. Also, uh, he knows right. how to make Connie look really good. Just throwing that out there. All right. I appreciate you getting that in, Joe. All right. So that concludes our first episode of the trivial tournament winnie the pooh is the best disney character of all time as selected by us uh join us for the next episode i think we're going to do a five-week series of the 64 uh greatest children's shows of all time we're going from nickelodeon cartoon network disney channel and some of the classics um also if you're interested in listening to our other podcasts reality review that's what we review all types of reality TV, if you're into that, and also fake news. That is our game show where we try to take weird stories of the internet and try to deceive each other's in a two truths or one lie type fashion. I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you to the three of the people for being on this podcast, and good night.